Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm Steve. Hi, I'm Jamie from Earthquaker Devices. And we're hanging out by the dumpster in the docks yeah. behind Nam. It's the last day of Nam, so you're going to hear a bunch of forklips. Yeah, forklips? Forklips? Forklips. They're <laughs> the badass forklips. That's a, great, that's a great band name. That's my new band, my new noise project, yeah. Forklips. Check out oh, my man. band, Forklips. I, I want 4%. <laughs> you can have it all. Nice. <laughs> So you guys just came out with uh, a handful of new pedals, like you always do. You always come yeah. to a show and drop, you know, like eight pedals eight, at once. Eight, eight new pedals. Technically, seven of them are brand new. Right. One will be uh, more wide release. Yeah. Well, you're doing the, you're making the Alcapulco Gold like a permanent thing. Yeah. We yeah. changed the artwork. Yeah. We know and that's the, all we did. We know a few guys who are like all about that pedal, and they yeah. just won't shut up about it <laughs> yeah. no matter how much we tell them they won't shut yeah, up they're like yeah, you just, just shut like, up why haven't you guys tried this yet you guys are a gear podcast we're like and this is you know before this whole release thing so it's like yeah if you can find one <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally yeah well that pedal is uh, a weird exception one i can't say the name the pedal. Acapulco? I, I, Acapulco. You're it, trying too hard. I know. It's because it feels funny. Yeah, I didn't name the pedal. It's because you guys are in Ohio. We made that pedal for like a stoner rock festival uh-huh. specifically. It's perfect. We for built that. like 150 of them and we gave them to the promoter. He was supposed to buy them and give them to the bands as like gifts. And we never got a check and one day all the pedals showed back up. Uh-huh. Jeez. <laughs> so we were like, oh. What are we going to do? We let them name it. We let them design it. It had pot leaves on it. Oh, my gosh. It had artwork. Is that what it's a reference to? Yeah. It's like Acapulco. It's a, like, I don't uh, know what Acapulco Gold is. Like, I, I feel like dudes from like the 70s are like, ha, yeah. Right, yeah. right. Uh, but, yeah, it's a weed reference. And the uh, artwork that was on it originally was from a poster. Like okay. An old like, spaghetti western poster. Uh, and uh, yeah. somebody pointed out on Instagram that it, was actually artwork that was already on somebody else's fuzz. No! <laughs> so we were like, oh, man. Oh, shoot. We thought it was original artwork that they designed. It was like, okay, we got to change it. So then we changed that artwork. And after they were printed, I looked at them, and I was like, oh, those pedals look like they just have a baked potato on them with a cowboy <laughs> hat. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like a run of those ones out. And uh, these are all, like, we ended up selling it through Pro Guitar Shop. Yeah, they kind of uh-huh. got this cactus cooler thing going on. Yeah, a little bit. And now the new ones have, like, a treasure chest oh, yeah. of gold. Gold. So clever. I love oh gold. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, I'm glad your voice is shot because I oh don't want to hear your, your stupid Mike Myers impression. <laughs> oh, God. Please no. Uh, the, uh, yeah, so that's the one that's sort of, like, has been around yeah. for a minute. I'm really excited about your uh, your take on the 250. Mm-hmm. The uh, what's it called the the great uh, great channel, great channel. That's yeah. right. Two 250s in one, right? Correct. That was of all the pedals that I've I feel like I've done was like a total selfish project, <laughs> in which I actually laid that circuit board out just so I could build myself a one because I love that pedal. Yeah, me too. It's one, it one of my. It's the one. It's the pedal that kind of started Earthquaker because I had a broken one and I want to go fix it and uh-huh. you know figure it out. Hey, there's seven parts in here. I'll do this. And then, <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I got it. I like a three or four months ago. I was like, I I want to. I, I got an idea for this. I'm just uh-huh. gonna build myself two in one box. Now is it give it some different clipping options and okay. I'll put it on my pedal board. Is it two that you can stack or is it two options? No, just two options. Okay. So just two channels and it's literally two identical 
circuits in one box with the exception of changing the the way it clips basically gotcha. but, um, each side has three different clipping options and i mean it's dirt simple <laughs> right but <laughs> 250s are such worst a joke like <laughs> okay so bad <laughs> i missed it Dude, yeah like that's dirty, how bad dirty that is. simple oh god it's, okay <laughs> i'm 250s are such a great just simple bare bones yeah it's like, like somewhere overdrive yeah. distortion somewhere between a fuzz and an overdrive yeah. or something i've always i mean i love that pedal and we make a lot of dirt pedals I, i've cycled through them all yeah i use them all at some point or another yeah uh i just wanted to make myself that and when i got it back and i built it and i was like oh this I liked a lot of things. I liked the knob layout. Right, it right. It sounded cool. No, I, see I was it. a little bit skeptical because, you know, that pedal exists. It still exists. <laughs> it's a thing that sure, exists. Sure, sure. Uh, all, it doesn't sound, the current version to me doesn't sound the same as the other one. Right. It sounds, still sounds great. It doesn't and sound the same. And But, you know, it, it, you can get there's two in one box. Yeah, yeah you can. <laughs> but you have some options. You have some clipping options. Yeah. You know, I have, I have the uh, the Nocturne Brain Fez, mm -hmm. which is a you know it's a hot rodded 250, and I love that thing. Shoot, God. dude. Oh, that sounds great. Thanks <laughs> forklift for just. Oh my. That guy's pressing his. That worse. guy's pressing his forklifts against that trash can. That guy probably works for a competing podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what I'm saying, it's <laughs> you know I bought my yellow box 250 like the original yellow box yeah. for 45 bucks from mm -hmm. a guy in a gas station yeah and then I you know was such a huge fan of it had no problem going dropping you know I think it was like 150 mm -hmm. on a hot rotted model from Nocturne Brain mm -hmm. you know if you love that circuit if you love the a sound of any circuit you gotta try out you know something that's changed a little bit something that expands it a little bit yeah it, that's the other thing about it too is it's really it's really a simple circuit it's almost right. like an app note from a data sheet for that ic like it's just a gain amplifier right and what makes it different are its clipping diodes and they do make a difference so i don't know there's a, there's room to play with that thing right it, i don't know i, I really like but then also you dial in two different gain settings for your set. And right, stuff and like that's that. kind of what—that's why I wanted it. I was like, I like this thing for light gain. I like it when it's all the way up. Yeah, I always said it noon, noon, and I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm there. Yeah. That's where I want it. You know. Yeah. But then you you stack it with other stuff. You dime the gain on those mm -hmm. things and get super heavy, or bring it down and be super super like clear and light. I mean, this is a brilliant original design, you know. Yeah. DOD doesn't get enough credit for their no, uh, I love their original stuff. You know? I love all that, uh, that early DOD stuff. I've got yeah. a collection of all of yeah. it. They kind of they kind of got sideways in like the you know the early '90s and they're yeah. oh totally even grunge even death, death, yeah. death metal that's hyper us. death metal <laughs> <laughs> mellow death metal jazz death metal. <laughs> 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 Even some of that stuff is cool, though. Like, right. It, it has a, there's a novelty like a, factor. I've, I go through phases of things where it's like, there's stuff that's just garbage. Yeah. And sometimes that garbage actually ends up being cool. Like, if you're not looking for it to sound good. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. the cartoon factor of it. Like, right. I'm just going to go out and, well, like, you know, call it out. Like, all those, like, little tiny baby pedals that keep getting rebranded. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. All those companies, like, they're all the same thing, but they just sell them to someone. Uh-huh. They're all crap. They're garbage. Uh, we did a contest with one, and the name of the contest was Win This uh, 
crappy Chinese pedal. Yeah, it's yeah. junk. It went yeah, pretty but fast. some of that junk sounds good for the novelty factor. Like a lot yeah. of the, like, yeah. I, I mean, I kind of feel the same way. Like, like we do a lot of like pitch stuff done like a real old style DSP way that you know uh-huh. it's got a. It's not a perfect pitch shift, but sure. it's got a character to it, and I like, yeah, like that character like a, to it. Like a those, glitchy whammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those things have like the same, like all their pitch stuff is like perfect but cartoony. It has, totally. It has like a, a sound to it that like I think is cool. Yeah. There's like a little tiny baby looper that fits in the palm of your hand. It <laughs> sounds like trash, but it's amazing. Right, right. It's like it's, I don't know. I I've started to change my tune on that stuff. Why is it so small? Can anybody actually use that stuff besides dudes in their bedroom in socks? Well, that's kind of, you know... It Have you ever tried to put one of those on a pedal board? <laughs> well, <laughs> the, the thing is, you can, over. you can only use them on a pedal board if you've got full Velcro in them, under them. Right. The it, moment like it's on the floor, it's rolling all over the place. Yeah, I don't understand it. Like It's yeah. a cute concept. I, yeah. I feel like I've and seen I, just so many guys who buy those and like... Oh, for their flyboards? It's, it's a, it's a flyboard fly thing, but it's like... Yeah. I've known... I've. Like guys buy them, and maybe there's like one completely whacked out setting, totally. yeah, that, that they that they nail and, and and nothing else. Or, you know, I've seen a lot of these guys buy them. There's there's one that was a really popular Shimmer Reverb. Yeah, I have one. that. And and I've I've there was like a six month stretch where you could not buy them because they were just sold out everywhere. Yeah, no, they. Sell and then like after crazy. that six months, everybody sold them. Right, right. Like it was well, like the novelty wore off. Did you it, hear it? No, I've never heard of one. It doesn't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's your but problem. It, it's uh, that's subjective, I guess. Sure, yeah, totally, totally. It uh, to me, it didn't sound good, but it was cool. Right, right. Like, like it was like uh, you use it as like I would a never be like, maker. dude, that's a great sounding reverb you made it's sort of like oh that's goofy yeah but there's certain that's things cool. that there's like a, there's a use for that somewhere there's certain things that come back around and people decide like that was so crazy and you know, like you know like right. the dod like meat box or yeah right the yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know oh, they just like re-released that. All they released all like, that stuff yeah. yeah i think my dude juan had a hand in all of that too. oh yeah like oh that's right that's right yeah been talking about the meat box to anybody. It was one of the well, first things that we talked about when we started this show is the meat box. That, yeah. we, we that's talked about whose it fault it is. Is that because we were talking earlier? I was like, oh, that's Juan, right? And yeah. you, you were kind of like you were. Well, once you, you said who he was, was, I knew who he was. Is, yeah, but he's he's the guy who's responsible for the original meat box being expensive. Is <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, he was kept telling me about it, and uh, I bought one, and I was like, I, I don't really see it, but then. I saw someone use one on a stage through a PA, and yeah. that's where that thing works. Totally. Like, that's the use of that pedal. It's amazing through a PA. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess. I guess. I feel <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just talking shit about people's pedals. But, like, hey, we haven't I'm named not. any name except, except for DOD. <laughs> and, you know, they're never going to work with us anyway, maybe. <laughs> really? I wish I they know. would. Who knows? I don't know they anything do about anything those now, I think. They're yeah, they're just as part of Digitech, which is a part of something yeah. else. Yeah, no, they're owned by it's Harman. Oh, Actually, yeah. Digitech is owned by DoD. It's weird. Okay, Harman distribution. Know. I yeah, I don't know what the thing is there, but I I don't know the guy who's in charge of DoD right now. But everyone says he's awesome. Really? Um, and Maybe I we will, need to cruise on and over I will there say office. that all of the stuff that they've come out with lately has been super cool. I've yeah. been super stoked that they're reissuing stuff and doing like. The cool old school box with the lines look. Yeah, you know? me too. I love it. Yeah, that's like they're 
they're hitting the right spot as far mm -hmm. as I'm concerned. Yeah. So let's talk about some of your other new pedals just to you know do them. Obviously, I fanboyed out over the uh, over the DoD. Yeah, pedal. we got. We I'm got. not as familiar with what what else you released. So, so we did. I apologize. Uh, that's fine. Why am I even talking to you? I know, right? I'm a total garbage. You don't know person. anything about me. <laughs> but you uh, can't. Can you blame me? You came out with eight things all at once, yeah, you know, know. or seven things. Or you know, company to watch. Yeah, whatever. Company to watch. Company to watch. Apparently, Man, you're not 2016, watching. 2015, uh, 2018. You know? <laughs> watch these guys. Yeah, forever. <laughs> yeah, keep watching them. <laughs> uh, the uh, okay, so we did a pedal called Spatial Delivery. Uh huh. It's a envelope filter with a resonance control, a very active resonance control. Nice. And uh, it does up and down sweep, and then it also sample and hold, which is one of my favorite effects ever. Uh huh. Like it's like old hat to keyboard players, but for guitar, there's not. There's a few things out that do it, but uh, I love the sound. Just right. Gurgling computer noise. <laughs> I love it. Nice. Um, and then it can uh, crossfade between high pass and low pass filters. Okay. So cool. right in the middle, you get kind of a pseudo band pass. So it's like a, you can dial in the filter, you know, mix them all up. Great description. I'm doing good. <laughs> uh, the other uh, one. No, it is great. It sounds awesome. We got uh, the Nightwire. Nightwire is sort of like a harmonic tremolo, dynamic tremolo. Nice. So the tremolo side of it can be controlled manually with the uh, speed control, or you can put it in attack mode, which depends oh, on your picking cool. dynamics, yeah. like how okay, wow, that's you know, cool. faster. That's cool for a slow, harmonic slow tremolo. Yeah, and then the filter section of it, you can change the frequency of both the high pass and low pass filters either manually with the control, so you can just set it and forget it. You can do it dynamically with your pick attack, so it's oh, almost like an envelope cool. filter. Damn. And then, uh, or with an LFO, so it's like a phaser. So you can get a ton of sounds out of it. It's like, you know, you can just get straight up tremolo. You can get a straight up envelope filter or a phaser, like almost a Leslie-ish thing. Or like, I feel like it makes a super, like in both attack modes, it makes like a really kind of dynamic univibe type sound. Yeah. I don't know. It's one of the pedals that like every time I play with it, like I find some other thing like, oh, cool. totally. And I, something that we say about you all too, because we always bring up the Palisades. Yeah. It's like a cornerstone of like, Pedals that let you be you. you right. Know? That's something you guys do so well is making stuff that let maybe the use isn't immediately apparent. Right. But people use it to discover that sound mm -hmm. that was in their head. Well, that's the thing about pedals, I feel like. There's yeah. so many out there that, and, you know, we have them too where they're just like standards. Sure. So, uh, but... Guys, I feel like it's more fun to take a thing that is technically a standard and then just sort of explode right. it a little bit, but oh. not too much that it's unusable or confusing because the longer that we do this, the more we realize, like, no one wants every option on Earth. No one wants 30 <laughs> sure. dip switches and 50 knobs and expression control on everything. you got to draw a line uh, somewhere. You, have you been over to Moog Island? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Some people do want it's 50 I'm not saying no one does, <laughs> right, right. I guess. But, you know, but like the what I, what, a touring musician, yeah. if they're going to use something that they find unique, like I get more and more feedback where they're like, hey, could, you should make the Grand Orbiter that just has one knob. Just preset it in like the Ooh. best setting and make that one speed control. And it's like, that's just an example. And we make our fair share of pedals with tons of knobs that are right. like yeah. super interactive and confusing. 
but I feel like there's always a purpose to those and they're not really overdone. I'm not adding a feature to add it. They all interact correctly and it's under you can understand it if you want to take like the five minutes right. to sit with it. Well, you don't need to break out the manual and there's like no real hidden features. Uh, but you know, they're I don't know, I feel like they're unique in that sense. Yeah. But like uh kind of strayed from my topic here what was I say <laughs> oh, the longer that we do it though the more I the more feedback I get that like people want like something unique but it doesn't you know you could do it in two knobs three right. knobs totally. well, and three it's, controls it's a cool whatever. thing that you have some pedals like that like you've got is it we, you, we just mentioned the Palisades and then is it the Dunes yeah I think yeah the Dunes was like the answer down. to that yeah. because it was like here's our favorite settings and the ones that we yeah, find so a lot of people use in this little pedal if, and you, I, if you're a straight up like tube screamer junkie you yeah. need was it 2048, something like that? Options? No, no, it was like 469 options Four, or something no, like that. Yeah, I've never actually done that math, but we, somebody else did we, it for we us. We did it a like, couple okay. times, and I forgot. I went through all the settings for a video. Oh, God. Yeah. Every setting? Like, every I, permutation? It was either no. for the video or for the... For the for the podcast, that would I take too long. No, I did it. No, it was like, this for us. Then it was the, crazy. Uh, but um, but I love the palisades yeah, the, the, because it's compli- There's a lot of options, but it's simple because it's just two knobs, mm-hmm. the two rotary knobs. Uh, like I, I go in and I play different settings all the time. I dial on the one knob to where it cuts best through the mix, mm-hmm. and then I dial on the other knob to where it cuts best through the mix, right. and I'm there. It's just yeah. two knobs, and I'm there, and I leave my drive settings mm-hmm. that I like and my tone settings that I like. Right. And, and it's hard. It's a three-knob drive. Pretty much, yeah. And it looks complicated, but it's really not. Yeah. I, I love it to death. Thank you. I'm kind of – I'm always, like, on the fence about stuff like – like uh, <laughs> well, just stuff like what we did in that pedal where it's like, here's a billion options, but the reality of it is you're only ever going to get to use two of them. Right. Sure, but it sure. allows people to pick whatever those options are. Right. Yeah. Um, which I think is different than like uh, I don't know. It's sort of like building your own overdrive a little bit sure. with it, like is. on a breadboard, but it's in an enclosure, and it, it's different to me than like I think a lot of where my opinions on that stand is in like a delay pedal that has every type of delay in it right. possible. Where it's like it almost might be better just to build twelve delay pedals that are dedicated to one sound <laughs> than totally. have one that does it all because. Like, do you want in, sw- in that situation, you're really only ever going to use one. Right. Do you want a Swiss Army knife or do you want, like, 12 bitchin' knives? Yeah. You know? But I think that's the awesome thing, I guess, about totally. building stuff there's, is that everyone can do whatever they want, and there's always yeah. going to be someone there, to, there's those who's, guys like, way that into that stuff. They've got their chart. They've got their sheet. They've, they're doing their, you know, 10-song set yeah. of cov- covers from 1970 to the present. And right. They need their – they got – analog tape delay setting for their you know steely dan cover song or whatever uh-huh. and then they got to do the the high pass digital delay for their taylor swift cover song right and, you know and yeah nail it nail it all guys I don't yeah know. That's they need a second board with 12 delay pedals yeah. On. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what it is they, they need a looper that just goes out of yeah. like they a looper for one thing and then they just yeah what always through. cracks me up, like the you know hundreds of presets, thousands of presets. I was telling someone the other day, I have a, a looper pedal, like a, a Digitech Jam Man, mm-hmm. that has been my main songwriting tool for three years straight. I use it as my sketchbook, and I save everything in there. I'm only up to like 56 or something. On right. There. Yeah. And it's got like 99 banks or whatever. Yeah, you need to get to work. You're not prolific enough. That's no. the I know, right? Well, I know. I keep going back and erasing the original and, and redoing, <laughs> but it's still like I'm just kidding. I've been, you know, I've been working on a lot of songs for you know three years. Right. And I still not to a hundred settings. Right. I can't understand a hundred. 
presets for a delay. A slacker. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's just because it can be done. Totally. Really. I'm always touring, too. Like, I, you know, whatever. I design the pedals, and, like, I'm in it. I'm in the, I'm in the industry, whether I like it or not. Right. <laughs> but I'm also a really particular, maybe slightly pessimistic, sure. <laughs> very skeptical musician. Right. So we're like the same way, you know, I, if I'm in like a design mode, I'm totally thinking different than like I would be like if I were to just get, you know, on stage or in a practice yeah. room and but play guitar. So like I always I'll find like I'll just overwork something to death and then I'll get it to a point where I use it. And yeah. I'm like, ooh, this may not have been so cool like as it was when I could just sit here and hit one string and twiddle all these yeah. knobs. Yeah. So like sometimes stuff escapes. It gets out there before, like, I, you know, I'm like, oh, well, maybe that was too much <laughs> control. <laughs> but not often. Like, I, I mean, I feel you like know, I work, I work on the I feel like what we're getting like out at here is, is, can you guys put out, like, a two-knob afterneath for stupid people? <laughs> talk about, talk, <laughs> thinking about that. Just a drag control and a mix. <laughs> no, That's all you need. I think it, I forget what control it is. So we've had the afterneath for a year. We got it from you guys last year at NAMM. Mm -hmm. And I, I've been having this issue with it where... Sometimes I turn it on and it's just beeping. It's just beep. Yeah, it's still and, regenerating. And so yeah, so what I learned is is yeah, it's, I think it's a regeneration knob. Like, is that it controls like the oscillate? Like, yeah, it'll, it'll self oscillate after a certain point. Yeah, because right? it doesn't shut the input off when you yeah. turn it off. So what's so, happening is it's still doing its thing in there. <laughs> so I I, d I used this thing for 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 literally the last year, and it wasn't until like maybe two months ago that I realized, oh, that's why I have that problem. So I kept on plugging it and plugging it back in, and it works again. And then I start. I went back to the manual, and I went, "Oh, this controls like how long it goes." Right. Yeah. And so that's should be like, what, the it's like a delay with self. Oh, oh, oh my yeah. gosh, I'm so stupid. Yeah. This is my <laughs> own fault. It's the reflections that yeah, do it, right. and then the length too. But those are like some of those pedals, like that pedal and the Rainbow Machine, yeah. where there's like a ton of control that like might be confusing. I I sort of look at those things as like they're like constant improv oh, it's totally. oh like yeah no you could no, put absolutely. it on one way and it does something you put it on another way and be like oh shit it's almost what's it its, doing it's almost its own instrument you yeah know? and that's why I, I don't know i look like and those are also some pedals that like people will always be like oh that's really cool who would use that they're also <laughs> like our best selling pedals. yeah right one once you have a use for it it's yeah. the only one you can use to do that right you know yeah well, at least one, once a week no joke once a week on like whatever i don't know if they're the biggest one of the largest church musician groups on facebook at least once a week somebody asks a question is anyone using a rainbow machine in worship it sounds really cool but like is anyone like actually using it right and yeah. there's always you know two or three people that are like yeah i i've got one song where i just need something crazy and it's yeah. perfect yeah we get a we got an email from a guy that always sticks in my head he's like Hey, I got a rainbow machine. <laughs> I must be like one of three people. And I was like, really? Nope. <laughs> oh, weird thing to email. Yeah. Why also, would you say that to us? The it's serial numbers hurtful. are consecutive. You could probably tell how many there are. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. It says right there, six. You're the sixth person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, there's eight. Yeah, suck Give on me that. a break. <laughs> Hopefully we'll get to 10. You know, if people keep watching us, we'll get up to 10. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, we're the ones to watch this year. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I guess I, the joke I keep making with that is we got a Companies to Watch Award in our 11th year. The second yeah. Company to Watch Award that we've won at a NAM, which is flattering, but 
funny. Right. Yeah. It kind of uh, feels like they're walking around giving stuff out randomly. They might be. Here's your random award. They're tired. I'm no, tired. There's no way they can. I don't blame this them. This is what it is. Is last year you had your booth. This year your booth is like maybe like 25% bigger. Like, I yeah. feel like the, the main part of this the booth this year is, is similar to the last year. Yeah. But then Still you've, the got, same 20 you've got the coffee bar across yeah. from it. And so they're like, oh, these guys expanded their – what it is is they're not actually saying company to watch. It's these guys rented more space from these us. These guys what? paid us more, more money. money. We it. better give them an award. Keep an eye on them. Well, I'll tell you what, Nam, because we have two booths. You gave us a free 10 by 20 booth in the middle. <laughs> we got the aisle too. Nice. So That's true. take true. that. Your, yeah. cor- your corner is tough to walk through. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's popular. I think I just gave it away. Don't let anyone <laughs> hear this. But don't worry. They no don't listen. Here. We're not you corporate know. enough. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I feel sometimes a little bit torn between like being a pedal designer and a guitar player. But totally. in the end, you can totally see my phases of things I go sure, through. Sure. Like all the other new pedals we have have like but that's, I mean, barely that's, any control. I think that's how <laughs> so many guys like – in the business get started i mean there's all these there's a lot of one-man shops that are they're they make five kinds of fuzz right because the guy at the top is he's obsessed with fuzz yeah i fall into that category i will never ever get sick of dirt pedals no other people's dirt pedals my dirt pedals i still buy other people's dirt all the time i still look for more stuff i probably have everything covered with like three pedals totally but like (laughs) I, st- I you got still it. really like it, and I yeah. do hear a difference in everything. Uh huh. Like I, and I don't. I don't worst. think I'm crazy well, in saying that. And I also like the other argument. I feel like yeah. while I'm getting on this bitching <laughs> thing, it's like the whole like audience doesn't care thing. Are you literally playing music for an audience? Because no. you shouldn't be. No, it's for That's you. That's goofy. Yeah. Like yeah. all I care about is like how. You know, whatever. That's not all I the care about. But, like, I care the mostly about, like, playing the yeah. damn guitar and, like, how it sounds for me and, like, my interaction yeah, with yeah, the guitar and all the that. O- the audience is only there so you can justify you doing this thing. Right. You know? And most of the time the audience isn't even there when yeah. they're playing. So it's like, who cares? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> not me anymore. But, like, you know, it's I, I still like messing with all that stuff. I, I, I do that more often than I like to admit. Like, right before we left for Nam, I spent, like, a week trying to build the perfect fuzz face. Oh, my gosh. Just for me. And it's probably, like, the hundredth time in my life I've done that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> this time you'll get it right. Yeah. And but it's like, I'll find it eventually. I'll get the perfect fuzz face. But, but isn't fuzz maddening that, like, every single one is does is different? Mm-hmm. Like, and you're trying, like, I went on a fuzz journey for a couple of years. I probably went through, I, I don't even know how many fuzzes. Always yeah. buying fuzzes and selling them, buying them and selling them, buying them and selling them. Mm-hmm. And, like, trying to find that one and never, like, scratch that itch. Yeah. But, like, I bought the grand, I'm not, I brand, ugh, I bought the dirt transmitter. Yeah. And that caused me to sell, like, four <laughs> fuzz pedals all at once. Like, it was, like, because it's doing, like. It gets like the gated kind of like Davy yeah. Allen thing I'm trying to hit and yeah. stuff like that. But it also you can dial it in warmer and get like a heavy muff sound if you right. want. Right. You know. It's yeah. That's like the other thing that I think is funny too is like when I always go down this route every once in a while where I'm like I'm gonna build the perfect fuzz face. I tend to actually forget that we made that pedal. I made that <laughs> pedal, <laughs> and then I'll come back to it and be like, oh, this actually has kind of all the fuzz face sounds yeah. in it that I like. 
So it's rad. I love the dirt but, transmitter. You know, I like messing around with that stuff. Yeah, sometimes. totally. But uh, you have to keep making fuzz pedals. Yeah, it's just it's There's now that there has been fuzz pedals invented, it's. The nature of the universe. There right. has to just be more. You know, there's like a billion out there. There's a billion overdrives, and everyone always complains about it. <laughs> but it's Who's like complaining. I'm if, not complaining. If, well, like the hundred people who use the internet. Well, well, the whole well, I, I guess I guess that leads but to this question. Why don't question I just is, buy uh, a tube streamer? I've, I've, I've been hearing the Klon market saturated. So what's up, man? Yeah. I don't Where's know. your Klon? <laughs> when are you yeah. gonna bring a Palisades style Klon to the oh market? Oh my gosh. <laughs> The thought crossed my mind. <laughs> I got to admit, because I don't, I don't, I didn't like the tube screamer before I did the Palisades, and through yeah. doing that pedal, we got so many requests, and it kind of like blew my mind because there are so many tube screamers. Yeah, totally. And like so many of them are literally straight up tube screamers. Right. Yeah. And it's like like no buy one, a turbo tube screamer, and no you know? one gets sick of sick of them. Like if they didn't sell, people wouldn't stock them. People wouldn't build them. People buy them. And uh, I sort of considered it a challenge at the time. It was sort of like, can I make a pedal that I like out of a pedal I don't like? Totally. Is that possible? And, like, I bought a bunch of old Tube Screamers, borrowed a bunch of old Tube Screamers, bought a bunch of clones and stuff. Through that process, I discovered I kind of like that pedal. Like, it's a cool <laughs> pedal. I found a right. use for it. And, uh, yeah, it was fun. And the Klon is another one. I've got an original, and I've got the reissue. And I've got everyone else's, well, not everyone else's, whatever. I got a lot of other people's, like, uh-huh. clones. To me, they all, each one has, like, a different sound to it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's a sound I don't like. <laughs> it's, a, yeah, it's very, it's very a, like, a kind of a specific, interesting thing that, like, yeah. I get why people these days like it. Mm-hmm. We're kind of, like... It makes you sound kind of the way that most people expect an electric guitar to sound. Right, yeah, it's very typical. But then, like, once you're done with that, like, where do you go from there? Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I, I agree with what everyone says about that pedal. Like, it makes an excellent clean boost, but... Sure, sure. Come I on. like the ones that are, that are kind of modded and sound good heavy. Yeah, I don't know if I have any of those because they all sound <laughs> the same. Well, good to me, like, anyway. Not the same, but the, they have the same tone to them. They're yeah. very right. bright and a little bit picky yeah. to me. Um, but I tried to sit down like about a month ago and like was like, what is it that people really yeah. like about this pedal? And I put it in a bunch of settings. I used a bunch of different guitars. I found that if I use a neck pickup on a Les Paul, that it sounds great. <laughs> like you just got to like keep that Les Paul around. You takes know? out like the boom of the neck pickup and makes it sound like a bridge pickup. And right. then I was like, hey, what if I turn off the Klon and put it on the bridge pickup? I can right. Do, I can <laughs> do that too. You don't even need to lift your But there's like to a tone that. to the neck pickup that, yeah. does, that, you know, it's cool. I don't know. It's a, it's, I mean, it definitely is does a lot of people a lot of good i just don't know if i don't sure. think it's for me totally um but the thought did cross my mind to do that with that pedal uh but it, i don't think i'm up for that challenge oh. <laughs> <laughs> well now that we said it we jinxed it so. yeah maybe <laughs> maybe you know. i said i wouldn't do a lot of things if, if before you, if you build it you gotta call it the 60 cycle dumb <laughs> <laughs> josh scott was telling me that He's been slowly working on a thing on his workbench for us that's just a pedal 
that just generates 60 cycle hum. Yeah, we built that into our shop. Did you? Yeah. It's cool. So you can like test Some stuff? Some cool wiring in our new yeah. shop. Oh. <laughs> um, man, where I thought so I had somewhere else to go and I can't remember. I don't know. Steve. What? Take the reins. Oh, man. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. I could keep going with our new pedals. Yeah, we've only yeah, hit yeah. I like three of them. I strayed a long oh time ago. Yeah, yeah, we've only gone we're through two. Out of time. And we've got still, no, we've got, we, are you running out of time? Because no. we're not running out of I time. I got all day nice. to do this. Eventually, I'm going to get a text that says, hey, I brought your keys back, but you know, whatever. <laughs> we're going to make him wait. Yeah. No, he's got to catch a flight. Oh, that's true. Um, well, you can drop the mic and go grab yeah. him and come back. Um, yeah, anyway. let's talk about the other pedals. All right, so what did I get through? Spatial delivery, Nightwire. Yeah. Avalanche. Avalanche Run I'm going to get to right now. All okay, right. Here we go. The Avalanche, Avalanche Run. Run is another thing that I said I would never do. <laughs> and it's a lot of things I said I would never do all rolled into one. But you, I am super excited by you it. You say that you won't do a lot of things, and then you do them. I should stop so talking. We, yeah, so we can stop definitely telling, expect but just a clone pedal like in a, Q3. Like for, you know, if you don't, you know, you know me, yeah. usually. Like, oh, I'll never I do that. Be, I'll never. Okay, I'll do it. I can be found outside somewhere smoking and complaining about <laughs> it. But just use it as like, you know, um, very flawed. Just, you know, sure. I'm not always right. Oh, so uh, who is? So what I did is, well, to start it off, the thing I'm excited about the most with this pedal is it's built on a higher power DSP platform that we've been working on for the last year. The, in the future, oh. will allow us to do a lot of cool things. Yeah. And I'm really excited about that. So the first thing we decided to do was this delay and reverb pedal. We have another pedal called the Dispatch Master that a lot of people really like a lot. And right. some of the requests we always get are, can this be stereo? Can you control the reverb? And do y'all got tap tempo? Right. Everyone wants tap tempo. And my answer for tap tempo has always been, please get a better drummer. But <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. Uh, but yeah, we've just never done anything with tap tempo because I have never really used tap tempo very much. But go figure. Band wrote a song, need a tap tempo delay. Because how could I get like the perfect slapback sound, right? When it right. breaks out and then the drums have to come back in. I need a tap tempo. So uh, thank you, Strymon, for the El Capistan. I use that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Now I make my own pedal. I'm going to use that. So now we have tap tempo because I had a use for it finally. And uh, now I see why everyone loves it. It's great. Right, right. right. It's cool. I mean, we you don't have to bend down. Yeah. You don't have to freak out all the time. I so was like that. I, was, I never used tap tempo. And then we did a demo for, for the Bellwether for Walrus. Yeah. And I got into it, and I started understanding it. And I was like, okay, all right, now, now I'm a tap tempo guy, I think. Mm -hmm. And we themed the video after, like, confessions of a tap addict, <laughs> you know? <laughs> we did this whole, I, like, thing. I do feel goofy just, like, tapping on right. a pedal. Like, it feels weird, but whatever. It does its job. Right, totally. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the Avalanche Run, it's a stereo in and out uh, delay and reverb with tap tempo in a... Uh, the delay line has tone control that does a pretty convincing job to my ears of fading between uh, like a bucket brigade kind of sound and a tape delay kind of sound. Nice. Um, mix that can go 100% wet. Reverb also cool. has a mix that can go 100% wet. You can control the tail length. Um, it has three modes, one where the, you know, just 
standard delay and reverb. One where the delay is in reverse, which oh, cool. I'm currently in love with. It yeah. sounds like flipping a tape over. <laughs> and then another one, which is swell, which is sort of, it goes across the whole signal. It's like raising the volume control on your guitar, but it's, you know, d the guitar just triggers it. doesn't matter how hot the signal is or anything like that. And uh, the reverb's mix control acts as like a rise time, so like it will determine how long it'll raise. And then it also has a bunch of different tails modes. Like you can put it in a short tail, or a medium or long tail, or a user set tail. It'll tail off as long as the repeats are set. Or kind of a sound on sound thing where you'll turn it off and it will grab the last thing you played and just keep recycling it. Yeah. And it degrades over time, but you can still play it. And then you can assign the expression control to any of the uh, controls on the outside of the pedal, including the toggle switch that oh sweeps nice. between reverse, forward, wow. and oh, uh, cool. swell. So you can control that with oh my gosh. expression control. So I'm super excited about that pedal and that platform. Yeah, that thing, that <laughs> sounds um, nuts. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm real happy with that thing. <laughs> it's a... Uh, You keep talking while I try to light the cigarette. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> We're watching him light a cigarette. We're watching the third one in ten minutes. The uh, very nervous. The uh, <laughs> nervous to talk to us. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Big, big time media guys. They got big yeah. guys. Yeah. So I got that. What else we got? Both. It's a germanium preamp. Similar, I would say. Like, I mean, there's a lot of germanium boosters out there. But right. Sure. Uh, I don't. You know, it's I, f I consider it more of a preamp. Like it's more of like a tone control thing. Like nice. in its straight standard mode, it just adds like a lot of warmth without muddying up the signal. And it just makes everything kind of bigger sounding. Yeah. yeah. And then when you switch it into a more standard treble mode, it adds like a resonance to it. It's almost like yeah. a filter that I don't know how to describe. It makes things a lot more vocal sounding. Nice. I, it, you know, it's just one knob and a toggle. I'm really excited by that thing. I, I built it a couple years ago, and I kind of just play with it in my basement all the time. And like, <laughs> fun. like, not only should we put it out, we should give it a dumb name like Bose because we already have an Arrows. Nice. So that's I, great, I, right? I always crack up at like your one knob stuff just because it's just got that huge, huge knob, yeah. the one inch knob or whatever, right yeah. in the middle of the pedal. Yeah. Like that that's what it Acapulco means. Gold <laughs> has a two-inch knob. Yeah, that's, that's what knob. it is. Two-inch two knobs, not the one. You're yeah. big boys. Yeah. One inch, you like stick your heel on yeah. there and just uh -huh. grind yeah. it. You know. The uh, what else we got? We got Bellows, which is another pedal that I've been playing with at my house for a few years, and finally decided, fuck it, let's put it out. It sounds <laughs> cool. It's such a simple circuit. I don't know when I built it. I found it in like a pedal, a drawer of old pedals that I have. Um, it's just got a cool sound. To me, it reminds me of like a almost like a tweed amp, like Neil Youngish mm. kind of like overdrive until you really crank it, and then it's kind of like a blown out fuzz. But it's also like really articulate. Huh. I just like the way it reacts to the way that I pick. And, nice. Um, and like the decay of it, I think is it's, it's neat really to, nice. It's neat to hear you talking about this stuff about like. How you like it, like how you use it. Right. Well, how you're building stuff for yourself, right. and then well, you just I happen am. to sell it to everyone else. You know. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's I, a really cool thing. There's only a handful of times where I think I designed a thing because I was like asked or because somebody wanted it. Right. And I tend to go overboard, like the Palisades. That's one of those <laughs> situations. But, uh, uh, at the same time, there's kind of this like, yeah, I made this awesome pedal, 
in my garage five years ago. Mm-hmm. Then, like a couple months ago, I was like, "Hey, maybe people want to buy this." Yeah. I didn't have you know yeah. other pedals to release, so I thought I'd just do it. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, let me c- pull this one out of my nightstand. I've been mean, I mean, kicking this thing around for like five years. You know, uh, I don't know. I guess well, it's ready. Our speaker cranker was the same thing. My favorite amp, the amp I use in my band, is a Music Man HD 130, cool. which is a solid state preamp. Right, right. The two power amp. I really like the volume and the tone, like the actual tone controls of it. Like I, they're really, I don't know, it has a lot of low end. I like that. But it's kind of a sterile sounding amp with sure. the front end. So I built that pedal, really simple thing, and used it at the front end because mm. it gives it like a little bit of like breakup that to me sounds like tubes. And then <laughs> people kept asking me like, what is that pedal? What's that pedal? What sounds good? Turned it into a pedal. Became right. a overdrive for us. but. I don't know. It was one of those situations, I think, with both the bellows and the bows for me. And then what else? There's uh, Spires, which is two fuzz pedals. One is a silicon version of our Dream Crusher that we just discontinued uh-huh. um, with a couple of tricks to make it sound more like the germanium. And that is pretty fuzz facey. And then uh, the other side of it is I got an old Rozak New Fuzz which uh, is cool. one of my favorite fuzz pedals ever. It kind of sits in line, I think, with, like, it's circuit-wise, it's not the same as, like, a fuzz face, as far as I can tell, because it's encapsulated in, so like, this pink for, goop. That's oh. good for new metal, right? Yeah, for new metal, <laughs> right. It's got a real Slipknot kind of vibe yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. With, like, a touch of uh, really saliva. Been, really or, been trying or, to sound like West Borland lately. Yeah, you know. <laughs> We got you say that, that jokingly, but I don't know if it's actually a joke. <laughs> um, yeah. No, obviously That's it's a it's a you know a vintage circuit. Yeah, an old pedal, um, Rosac New Fuzz, and I love it. And I had that and like an old fuzz face on my board for a long time, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna just put these things. I could recreate the sound and kind of put them in one box. And when I did, liked it. Gave <laughs> a pedal. There you go. That's all uh, it takes. You make it and like it. There yeah. It is. The other thing that's like, I don't really dwell on this stuff that much, but that pedal and like the bows and the bellows, I built it totally different than the way we build a lot of our stuff. Like a lot of our pedals are built with like metal film resistors Mm -hmm. and high tolerance caps and all this stuff. I built those like old carbon comp resistors that drip (laughs) all over and like big high wattage caps that usually are in amps and stuff. Again, mostly just because I was screwing around on the breadboard and I found that that Whatever it added, whatever hidden magic there was to it, it made a different sound to me. So we ended up doing it. So it's like a whole different like build process. Uh huh. Have a yeah. I don't know. I, to me, that was fun. You know, yeah. using different resistors <laughs> totally. was fun. Um, so yeah. You think I, you'd ever put out a pedal that has like? amp components instead just to do something different well that spires does pretty much oh really and, yeah and the uh same thing with the bows bellows uses a mix of like our standard caps and like some old carbon comp resistors and stuff like that cool um yeah i don't know i kind of feel like they drift a little bit they make every each one like slightly unique from each other uh-huh. yeah but they all kind of retain the same sound um yeah, I think I went through all of our pedals. I think I did name them all. But the other one is we built an amp. Yeah, I was, yeah, was going to ask about the amp because the it's amp. A, it's an amp. And 
Is that has that been released already? Yeah, we released it on the first day of Nam. Okay. Uh, open it up to dealer orders because we don't really we don't do uh, direct orders anymore. So, just open it up to our dealers. We'll see how it goes. Not really like we kind of build it just for fun at the summer Nam show. We like so we got a guy Joe Golden who works right. in the shop as a builder. He's been working on tube amps forever. He designs them all the time. Um, he asked, he was like, yeah, we should design an amp. I was like, yeah, let's do it. And uh, so he, it's his design. I gave him some, like, here's what I like out of an amplifier. He uh -huh. nailed that. I designed the way it looks. And then we kind of had it. And then we realized before going into Summer Nam, shit, this says Earthquaker Devices on it. People are going to ask if they can buy this thing. Yeah. Oh, so, geez. like, we wrote up, like, a sheet about it, but had no, like, plan to right. manufacture or even a price. <laughs> So we, you know, we got we've been getting tons of calls since last summer, Nam, about it. Tons of emails, and finally we sat down and we're like, okay, this is what it's going to take to build this amp. Turns out it's a lot. It's like starting a whole another company. <laughs> like all, every piece of wood is cut by hand. It's Tolex right. by hand. It's done turret board style. Like, oh wow, transformers are custom. Speakers are custom. Like everything about it takes a lot of work, yeah. and like it's really only Joe and maybe we'll delegate a couple other people in to help build them but it's just one guy so really it's it's you know it takes a lot to just build the amp and we're not yeah. really an amp company and it's a market that we're not really totally sure about but the reaction to it has been super good um well it looks well, beautiful so it's got like one control two control three controls three controls. treble bass yeah. volume okay You're, that's my like the, too far? one of the oh. knobs is one of those two inches. It is right. Yeah, yeah. And you that. see that one knob, and you're like, is that a one knob amp? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Steve's got to go get his keys. Cool. Well, I'll I'll just wrap this up. Yeah. Um, it's been really great talking to you. Yeah. Really love fun. just kind of like your experience with your company and how you design <laughs> and like, you know, like I just love the the fact that you're you're making stuff for you to use. Right. And then you happen to sell it. Yeah. You know, I think that's so cool. If anybody ever gave that as a business model to like a bank or something, right. they'd be like, "Hey, fuck out of here." I know, <laughs> right? Like, magically, it's not lost on me. Like magically, it worked in yeah, my works. favor, and I feel really lucky about it. Uh -huh. And I mean, I feel like it's not just me. I might design the pedals, but like my wife Julie kind of runs the company. Corey and Carl and everyone in the office, and like we got like thirty builders and stuff. Like right. everyone there really loves the job and like is serious about what they do and like we couldn't do it if they all weren't involved like that like right. they're not just employees you know so like every single person who works there has like a serious hand in all this stuff and like i i mean it may have you know started with just me but like it sure. could not continue that way and we've been super lucky to like find all the right people to do that and the right space to do it in and all that stuff so i mean i think it's super cool like, yeah totally. i could have never imagined because i didn't set out to start a business that it would turn into the thing that it turned into <laughs> and like now it's almost has like a corporate face to me like you look <laughs> right, at it right. but like the end of the day it's like still just dudes in a room soldering shit together and yeah. it's funny to me just to see it's like whatever i thought about somebody like when i looked at him in the musician's friend catalog or something it's like now we're one of those people and it's like <laughs> yeah. was it like that for everyone else yeah, and you like, need I to get a haircut like a and you need version. to shave that beard man yeah i know i need to stop swearing and chain smoking <laughs> <laughs> be a good corporate exec i know right but uh 
Yeah, no, it's still a lot of fun. I could have never imagined that it would turn into the thing it turned into. That's awesome, man. You make great stuff. We're always talking about your company and like, it's kind of the cornerstone of, of what we look at when we talk about kind of boutique oh, metals thanks. and like who's making cool stuff. It's like, oh, well, look at this thing Earthbreaker did. And you're like, <laughs> you guys are kind of like, you're on the fringe because you do the, the crazy stuff, but you right. do crazy so right <laughs> that it's like, you gotta I'm gonna buy use, it. I'm going to use that as a tagline. I'll steal a little bit from Analog yeah. Man and just say, we do crazy right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> steal as we do pedals right. Like <laughs> Well, it's been a total pleasure talking to you out here on the docks. Likewise, yeah. You know, hanging out with uh, the forklifts. <laughs> with what? With the forklifts. Oh, yeah. 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 Beep, beep, so, uh, beep. thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, and go check yeah. out Earthquake Devices. Sure. Thanks, Jamie. Uh, Thank thanks, you. Thanks, Jamie. Hey, guys. I hope you're enjoying all the content that we have from NAM. If you really enjoy this and you want to hear us get more content, from places that we can't do within our own city, places where we need to pay for travel and pay for hotel expenses and things like that, uh, you can help us out by supporting us on our crowdfunding page through Podbean. Go to Podbean. There's a crowdfunding link on there. Uh, you can give whatever you want, but at the $10 level, that gets you into the inner circle, and there's a whole bunch of perks and a lot of extra and early content for you there. Uh, I also just want to thank everyone who's already supporting us through the crowdfunding uh you made this nam possible i couldn't have gone up there for four days steve couldn't have been up there for two days we couldn't have had adam up there for two days to do uh, video work we couldn't have gotten all the amazing content that we did get without the help from you guys it really it really just made the whole thing happen and it opened up a lot of opportunities for the future for the podcast so i can't thank you guys enough uh, once again, if you want to support us through crowdfunding, get on the Podbean, look for the link. It's not that hard. There are people who have opted to uh, skip the crowd, the Podbean crowdfunding with a monthly payment and just give us a lump sum yearly payment uh, through PayPal, which uh, gives us a higher percentage of that money. So if, if you're feeling really generous, there's that option too. And we are very appreciative. And it comes with whatever benefits uh, you donate it. So consider that, huh?